Yo, 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 what's good, people? It's your boy, Bernie Bambi, a.k.a. Third Degree Birds. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Thanks. <laughs> Make sure you go sexual health clinic checks, always. Very important. Uh, hi, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm just S. How's it going? Mm, and we are your favorite European blacks, the <laughs> Download Podcast. <laughs> Um, what has happened this week? Happy um, Black History Month. Yeah, happy Black UK History Black Month. History happy month, yeah. UK Black History Month. Yeah, it happens in October for us. Um, so yeah, um, go us. Uh, <laughs> go us, let the good times roll. <laughs> Um, Amen. Let's remind these niggas what we've done in this country. Yeah, let's not let them kill us. Mm, you know, mm, we're here. <laughs> we're <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. Um, Although I can't, like, I, I need uh-huh. to get out of here. <laughs> I no, no, honestly, dead. I hate to like yeah, start yeah. the show on a negative note, mm. but I always say how much I hate this country, and you know, just in about mm-hmm. like, oh, I hate it here. Mm. But like, genuinely, in the past, like few weeks i think the petrol thing has also just made it worse like i Ugh. this country is actually making me unhappy and mm, i need to leave mm, mm. um so i think i'm gonna go to france for a few days ah. um, maybe in november um, mm, cute, cute. yeah no mm. i'm tired i'm tired <laughs> i'm tired i hate it here <laughs> well um another thing that happened this week it was um i think it's official Mean Girls Day, National International Mean Girls Day, October third. Oh, October third. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, um, I'm gonna watch that movie again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, something that came to my mind the other day. Not to keep dragging the good sis Cheryl Cole, <laughs> but I remember <laughs> one time <laughs> on this episode of um, Graham Norton, mm-hmm. uh, Katy Perry was on the couch as well. Mm-hmm. Not to big up Katy Perry, but she did what she needed to do. So Cheryl Cole um, and Katy they're on the couch, and Katy. Perry White on white violence. Yeah. <laughs> Katie goes, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. And she was like, oh, thanks, love. And she's like, so you agree? You think you're pretty? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it went straight over Cheryl's oh, head. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Hats off to you for that one, Katie. Yeah, That's my favorite Katy Perry song. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of songs, um... um <laughs> So, uh, uh, the fucking, uh, sandwich, uh... <laughs> no, honestly, something's going up in the cloud or some shit. I don't know, but I'm sure you'd have, uh, realised Facebook's down, Insta's down, WhatsApp's down. Mark Zuckerberg, we need answers now. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we are not able to access our DMs, which has the, um, information of our emerging <laughs> artist for this week. So we're just like, you know what? Let's throw it back with some Puelle. Yes, so yeah, we're gonna throw back one of our former emerging artists. Um, this is one of their tracks that I was feeling very heavily. So yeah, have a listen to this. Silver crystals falling from the sky. See you from the corner of my eye. You get closer, everything's in focus. Hey, how you doing? How's your day been? Holding you like it's been a year since I Got you to myself and now I Have you to myself and now I'm experiencing you So much 
artist Puele with her track White Do Rag. Uh, we've spoken about it on the show before, so we're not going to go into a massive, you know, um, analysis of it. But yeah, still very, uh, still heavily vibes in with the track. Still really, really love it. Um, still such a big fan of Puele. So shouts out to her. Yes, sir. Mm. Sweet. So now we're going to jump into the download, which is our music segment where we chat about new tracks, stuff we're feeling, all that good music-ish. So uh, this week, just one thing, um, at least like, uh, just one thing for us. Um, mm. So the new Neo album, and then Life is Beautiful. Mm. Um, I recommend, I enjoyed it. Um, nice, chill project. Uh, I like Neo, I enjoy her. Also great live, I saw her um, a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. Sorry. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, she was at, um, she was like, <laughs> yeah. Yam. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just a few songs I liked. Um, Messy Love, I think that's the second track. I enjoyed um, Antidote featuring um, Adekunle Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, Good Luck featuring Lucky Day. Um, I really like Lucky Day as well. Um, Nothing's For Sure, Woman featuring Leanna Havis. Also really like Leanna Havis. Um, and postcards featuring Serpent with Feet. Mm. And um, I need to check this guy out because um, mm. I really, really liked his voice. So mm. um, I made a note to um, check out his discography. But um, yeah, solid project. Um, I enjoyed, like, I like Noah's voice, her kind of vibe cadence, very chilled out mm-hmm. sort of music. So um, yeah, well done, sis. Mm-hmm. How about yeah. you? Um, I thought it was a decent album. Antidote, lyrically for me, it was a little bit sus. Um, Adekunle Gold starts with the, by saying, she's got the good, good vibes, beauty that I can't describe, golden like the summer skies. And I was just like, meh. But melodically... <laughs> yeah, I don't know I was listening to the lyrics. I'm just like, melodically, this is nice. Melodically, it was very uh, pleasant, nice production. Uh, I think Wait was the first track that really got my attention. Like, I love the, like, spectre-like harmonies that open the track. I love the way that she just says we're emotional, but we're worth it all. Like, even the way she says emotional, it's like so full of emotion. Um, and I love the way the track builds on itself really gradually. Um, so yeah, great, great song. Good luck, good luck, I didn't mind. Um, and Postcards, yeah, that was my favorite duet of the album. Yeah, Serpent so With Feet, big fan of him. I will pop, pop a couple of tracks on the download playlist. I think we've mentioned him on the show before. But yeah, he's, he's got some great stuff. Um, and an amazing grace I really liked yeah, I, I thought like it was a beautiful too. closing track I like that too. Um, so I wasn't blown away so personally I, I I don't think I can give it more than a high 2-2 for me really mm. Mm, I'd probably agree to be honest yeah yeah mm. like it was fine I mm. it was like I was listening to it in the background so mm-hmm. um, it was pleasant but yeah nothing um spectacular mm. 
But yeah, definitely postcards, um, amazing grace. They're songs that I feel like okay, I'll actually want to listen to the, yeah. that again. Yeah. But besides that, mm, a fine, a fine, a album. fine project. Mm. So well. <laughs> well done, sis. Mm. Uh, and yep, yeah, that that's that section. Done. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? Nothing. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything else. Nah, I've, I mean, I know Caliucci dropped a song featuring Scissor. I wasn't gonna. Oh, featuring Scissor. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What were you gonna say? I've I don't listen to that woman. Um, oh, really? How come? I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't really vibe with her music like that. Like hmm. it's, there's some stuff that's like okay, but to I don't fair. know. I don't. I don't know. My spirit. I just my spirit oh, doesn't really? take to her. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't think she's settled or anything. I just like okay. It just doesn't really take to her. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not a massive Caliucci fan. I really enjoyed her project Sid Miedo, which was Miedo, which was like a Spanish language album, which I thought was a really cool concept album. Um... And then, but yeah, on this track, she had scissor crooning in Spanish. Oh, and I was like, why okay. not? Because we don't understand her in English anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I go over this one video of a Love Galore, like a live performance, where she did this like extended version of the extra verse. And she gets like the, that part and she says something like, someone tweeted like, when scissor said, it's been a minute since I wild, I really felt that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Nah, that woman every day fighting, fighting English language. But I love it. We love so, it. We're here yeah, for it. I'm here for whatever language she uh, sings in. <laughs> I, I do love that. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, check that out. It was a decent track. Mm. Sweet. So we'll move on. Mm. So now we're going to jump into the lowdown, which is our pop culture segment where we chat trash, TL drama, mm. celebrity shenanigans, all that um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what do we? Hmm. Should we start on something kind of lighthearted? Mm-hmm. Um, should we talk about the Will Smith uh, <laughs> GQ interview? Sure, yeah. Why not? That's, that's relatively light. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Will Smith did, like, this long kind of interview and, like, cover thingy with um, GQ, mm-hmm. and he spoke about a lot. Upon first looking at this, my first thought was he needs to grow that moustache back, because <laughs> that goatee look without the... Mm. Um, it looks weird, Can and I feel like it's ages him. I, I don't like think I've ever seen Will Smith with a full beard. No, when you actually think about it. Maybe not. He has got a kind of face that kind of looks like he doesn't really grow hair like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. You know, it's like he looked all of his 54 yeah. years. Yeah, and he normally does like Will Smith. Like, yeah. I yeah. think he's kind of hot. Like, like I, I find Will Smith attractive. He's like one of those, like, he he's, you very much like group him with like the, the Pharrells, the Jamie Foxes. Mm. They're just like, pretty much ageless kind of mm. but this was the first time i was like oh okay you know what will smith actually looks 50 so yeah i think he i think he needs the the mustache back yeah no on. please yeah yeah, yeah. Uncle will. thank mm, you bring it back um <laughs> but uh yeah so he spoke about a lot of things um one of them being his marriage with uh, jada mm. um ngl didn't read the whole thing Mm-mm. um skim some bits uh so yeah, kind of <laughs> the bit that uh, made me laugh. Oh, sorry, before that, just mm. fun fact that mm. I found out when I was um, just reading on the internet. Uh, so they first met in 94 when she auditioned to play um, Will's girlfriend on The Fresh Prince. And yeah. she didn't get the role because mm. she was too short. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, um, she's five foot, 
yeah, she's five foot and Will's six foot two. Right. So um, the role went to uh, Nia Long. Nia Long. Who, who yeah, did a fine job. She did a great job. job. A she did a great job, job yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was just sort of fun. But I was like, mm. oh, that's, that's nice. But um, no, the line that um, made me <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, he said, uh, we have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way. And marriage for us can't be a prison. <laughs> and I don't suggest sorry. <laughs> It was just the marriage for us can't be in prison. <laughs> like monogamy. But, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that made me laugh because I was just like, again, I just... Is he Nigerian? I just I just wanted to... Well, it's funny you say that because <laughs> he was giving me Nigerian pastor vibes at one point. <laughs> he was talking about how like he bought her this house and she didn't even want it, but he yeah, bought her a house. Yeah. And then he said these words. He said... Um, Nothing good comes from spending your hard-earned money on a family home that your wife doesn't want. You are putting a down payment on discount. And for years, you'll be paying off a mortgage of misery. <laughs> I said, this man is Nigerian. <laughs> like, you know, the alliteration. I said, come on, Pastor Smith. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're onto something there. So I really that do. That is hilarious. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what was your kind of takeaway from this? I just feel like when I saw the title and it said, you know, Will Smith speaks his truth. I said, uh -oh, like, <clears throat> your family speaks a bit too, like, I just feel like you've let us in way too yeah, much. Yeah, we don't, we don't way need to be too much. anymore. Way it's too fine. much. Also, I wasn't feeling his uh, political opinions as well. What did he say? One of the things he said, so he was like, so abolish the police. Defund the police. I would love if we would just say defund the bad police. <laughs> it's almost like I want black Americans for us to change our marketing <laughs> for the new position we're in. <laughs> so critical race theory, just call it truth theory. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Will Smith. I think he spends way too much of his life trying to be the palatable black man. Like even he turned down Django Unchanged unchained because he didn't want to do a slavery story about vengeance like what <laughs> and you know what that's fine because jamie killed that shit jamie killed that and it's just yeah him and like him and jamie have like this low-key beef oh do they yeah ja jamie's like always making fun of him like really he, yeah yeah, yeah he made fun of the fact that like he's got an oscar and um, will smith has him and he made fun of um will smith's Nigerian accent hmm. <laughs> which and then whenever the Americans want to come for us and say that we're stealing their <laughs> right <laughs> then they're right. butchering anyway I'm not here to start diaspora let's wars not, or no, 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 no. Kettlegate part 2 but, um, as a European black I just feel like um, so yeah sorry continue no but yeah um, I just feel like yeah I, I don't think this um, article did good things for him no no you know god bless mm. but um yeah i agree i just feel mm. like just mm -hmm. stop telling us things mm. that, also did I, I don't know if this is um fucking fake news mm. i saw something like a headline of jada and willow saying we were considering getting bbls <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if this is fake news but it was in quotation marks <laughs> I would take it. I don't know why. The word BBL just makes me laugh so much. There's this meme is like getting a BBL at Claire's and it just makes me die. 
I, you know what? I don't know. They're probably going to be saying about how you know skinny shaming is just as bad as fast shaming yeah, in society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to put my nah, that's not. <laughs> it's, just, it's just jokes. Mm. Um, people are angry at Meredith Grey. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Ellen mm. Pompeo, who was um, one of the main characters on the hit show Grey's Anatomy, ah. recently got into some hot water with um, accusations of being a Karen. Oh. So, mm. is she the like um, middle-aged D one white woman? Yeah, brown hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Kind of like mm-hmm. cir- circleish, kind of yeah. brown, brownish yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. yeah, reddish a bit. Reddish? She a bit reddish. What her skin? Yeah, I mean white people. Do- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's like Karen, Karen. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, it was a on an episode of her podcast, um, Tell Me with Ellen Pompeo. Um, she was chatting with um, Patrick Dempsey, who played um, McDreamy on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> Dr. Derek Shepard. Uh, and yeah, so she was talking about this one episode where they had a guest director come in, um, Denzel Washington. Mm. Mm. And so there was this one scene where apparently um, she, it was like an emotional scene or whatever, and she decided to kind of ad lib mm. and like added something or whatever. And then... Um, I'm just going to read the quote. Mm. Uh, he made this. He made this choice to speak very softly. Pompey told Dempsey, duh, duh. and Meredith was pissed that. So she's talking about the actual scene, and mm. Meredith was pissed that she had to sit there and listen to this apology, and he wasn't looking her in the eye. Mm. Again, we love actors who make choices, right? And I yelled at him. Actually, let me do my work. <laughs> Again, we love actors who make choices, right? And I yelled at him, and I was like, "Look at me when you apologize. Look at me." That wasn't in the dialogue, and Denzel went ham on my ass. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Denzel voice. I'm the director. The Grey Star record. That wasn't too bad. Thank you. Washington saying from the director's chair, um, don't you tell him what to do. I was like, listen, motherfucker, this is my show. This is my set. Who are you telling? You barely know where the bathroom is. Um, she then went on to share that she played victim to his wife, Paula. Sorry, this is from a black writer wrote this article, as you can tell. Uh, to play the victim to his wife, Pauletta, when she later visited the set saying, Denzel yelled at me today. I'm not okay with him. And I'm not looking at him. I'm not talking to him. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she said this quite like, you know, like, mm. oh yeah, like I told Denzel yeah, off. And then yeah, everyone yeah. was like, um, <laughs> one, this is the Denzel. Yeah. First of all, who are you yeah, talking to? who the fuck are you? Secondly, like this mm. is not doing what you think it's doing. Mm. And um yeah, Meredith has had some. Um, this is apparently not her first offense, and oh, really? uh, she's got she's got a black husband and mixed children. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so uh, I can't remember. There's this one tweet where she kind of brought up. She was like, "Oh yeah, like the." Basically, she threw the like, mm. "My husband, and my kids right, are black" right, right, thing, right, right, and right. yeah, she just. I mean, like, I don't. From what I understand mm-hmm. of stuff that I've heard about her, like, she just seems like the kind of white person who thinks they are like an ally and are you know like dirt but then yeah just end up kind of making an ass out of themselves yeah, 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 yeah unintentionally making themselves a karen mm. um mm. yeah i think there's one round table thing with uh carrie washington viola davis and her mm. and i think shonda rhymes and i think she like spoke of, over viola davis at one point what over something i can't remember the details i don't right, really care that much but okay. yeah anyway the internet was calling it we're calling her a karen um <laughs> And I bet she hates that. I bet she does. I bet she does. My husband is black and I actually marked for Black Lives Matter. And so I think it's really unfair that I, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I ain't got nothing for her. I ain't got nothing for her. Um, mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I gave you guys the information. Go, go ahead. Go for it. Um, I mean, there's not really anything particularly positive after this. I've, yeah, no, okay, yeah, let's, uh-huh. just, let's just do it. So, uh, Gabriel Union wrote this kind of uh, essay, basically, mm. on time, um, outlining uh, the hard truth um, about my surrogacy journey. And, yeah, mm. she basically kind of goes over... Um, her like issues with like fertility and trying to get mm-hmm. pregnant mm-hmm. and she kind of talks about when um her husband uh Dwayne Wade um they were on a break and then he uh fathered a child with another woman Ooh, um Zaya I did not know that Z- oh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 so Damn. this <laughs> there's there's levels because like so they were on a break so like he wasn't he didn't cheat but yeah they had been having fertility issues for ages She'd had like nine miscarriages. Oh my days! Um, like, and just the nine miscarriages. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I think it was literally like a one night stand. Um, and uh. yeah, so kind of the fact that she and she mentioned like the fact that he was that woman was so easily able to give him what I had like yeah, fought so hard yeah, and struggled yeah, yeah. to give him, uh. like broke her. Yeah, and it took a lot and like a lot of therapy and everything to like. Mm. build that trust again and get back to you know a good place and even talking about kind of the the surrogacy journey with like Kavya and just how like Mm. she kept feeling like you know she had obviously she was happy and stuff but she just kept feeling like you know kind of a failure for not being able to just do this thing and like seeing this thing happen and everything Mm. um and she said things like you know she wondered if her bond with Kavya would have been stronger if she'd carried her and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's a really like you Mm. know insightful and like introspective Mm. and um well-written piece that i'd encourage people to read Mm. uh but yeah she also said something interesting that's like me of today like i wouldn't have got back with him but um and you know i mean yeah it's honest (laughs) yeah yeah but uh she had to put in the work to stay with him yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah i just found it kind of it was just kind of hearing the details about um the like pregnancy journey mm. and everything i was just like shit man yeah and it just made me think because I, I can't remember what the, it's like 30 something percent of uh pregnancies kind of mm. um in a miscarriage and mm-hmm. it's like that is a very high percentage <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like kids are not something that i am <laughs> anywhere near mm-hmm. uh thinking about mm-hmm. and i'm still kind of mm-hmm. i'm ignoring about if i even want them mm-hmm. um but yeah, there's just so much shit mm. being, which is why it's even more crazy when people just, <laughs> you know, when like celebrities, those people are, like pregnant and then people are just like bombarding them yeah. and like, this is the time where you need to sit the yeah, fuck down. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I'd encourage um, you guys to read the piece. And I, I think she was talking about, um, she's got a new book out. So that's, I think that was kind of also part of the mm. promo or whatever. Okay. But um, yeah, that was something that I kind of mm. found, you know. Mm. interesting to say mm. the least um but yeah, yeah. Like, like she's a great mum. so like, yeah and know. we love i've yeah. mentioned carver on the show several times like mm. i stand that baby she's hilarious mm. um <laughs> love her on my presence <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she's love great. how she terrorizes her parents <laughs> you know <laughs> um r kelly's going to jail mm-hmm. um so i think ever and ever yeah <laughs> <laughs> see ya um Ooh. Yeah, I just, I always just think of that episode of the Boondocks. Um, yeah. Have you seen the R. Kelly episode of the Boondocks? No, I haven't. Oh, you should check it out. It's really funny. I need to go and watch the Boondocks. I've only seen like this, you know, random episode here Oh, you there. haven't seen that? Nah, nah. Again, that black card is getting know, further know, and, and I further. Oh, I freaking, I love the, it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, 
but yeah like they literally like it's so funny how nothing has changed since you know mm. <laughs> it was first mm-hmm. it first came out but like literally i saw this video of like these again it tends to be like these middle-aged like black women just like oh, still yeah. just yeah. caping caping yeah, for this man i'm like you look strange. like clowns yeah. <laughs> you look like clowns and you know they're just again these stupid niggas on the internet I'm like oh like you know can people not change and like you know we have to damn him forever i'm like he had his chance to change oh, like yeah, yeah, decades yeah. ago yeah. this is this isn't just like a one-time thing this is he's like been doing this and rubbing of, it in our faces yeah, yeah, yeah. for years mm. and like i don't even think it was a case of like oh it's like his like just historic like i feel like he was going still strong till like you know very recent years like it's not like yeah not that, that makes any better yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally mm. um so yeah i mean i'm not gonna talk about it yeah like to give the details but yeah just reading some of the stuff that came out of the case and just some of the shit that he would do to these girls and mm. these women um mm. and young boys as well it's not i swear not forget. oh yeah, yeah, yeah did not know that okay yeah um <laughs> see they keep that one quiet <laughs> mm. so, certain segment um keep that one quiet uh <laughs> but yeah i but i just wanted to mention there's this article um i read on uh huffington post Forgive me, I forget the name of the writer, but you can probably just... I'll probably sing and recommend reading. Mm. Um, how the adultification of black girls allowed R. Kelly's decades of abuse. Mm. And yet mm-hmm. she just kind of basically goes into just, you know... And I think one of the victims even said it. Like, people knew and they saw it happening, but they were black girls, so they didn't mm. care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a common thing. And, uh, wait, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna read a tiny snippet from this article. Um, so... Uh, <clears throat> So, within that time, Kelly used his power, fame, and influence to harm black girls, boys, and young women. He went unchecked, never having to truly hide. His employees and industry colleagues aided and enabled him. They booked flights for the girls and women to travel to Kelly for sex. They ignored obvious signs of his girlfriend's abuse. One committed bribery to obtain a fake ID for 15-year-old Aaliyah to marry him, um, marry then 27-year-old Kelly. Kelly gave himself the nickname of um, the Pied Piper of R&B, a reference to the folklore character mm-hmm. who played his instruments who lure children away from mm-hmm. their homes. It's been proven time and time again um, that people don't listen to black girls, not just anecdotally, but statistically. Society couples the adultification with over-sexualization and strips black girls of their agency early. By age five, black girls are seen as more adult than their white counterparts. This leads black girls to be to being among the most susceptible to sexual violence, second only to indigenous girls. As many as six in 10 black women report being subject to coercive sexual contact before the age of 18, according to a report from Time's Up. The National Center for Violence Against Women in the black community also reports that 40% of sex trafficking victims, sex trafficking survivors are black. So yeah, basically she goes through like all the stats and shit like that. And it's nothing new and it's stuff that we know, but it's just, Again, kind of <laughs> mm. re-emphasizing mm. this point that we need to do better at mm. protecting our own. And again, like as with in any community, there are abusers and mm-hmm. those are, who are allowed to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking specifically about men um, and couple that with power. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a wrap. You still mm-hmm. got people defending Bill Cosby mm. to this day. Um, likewise, people still defending R. Kelly. If we look at, you know, within the families, within the churches, like all these structures and bodies where people are protected and, you know, black girls in the meantime are left to, mm. you know, fall prey to this. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 
if any of your aunties start talking some smack about, oh, but what about the white people who... Uh-huh. But yeah, um, uh-huh. that's kind of all the stuff that I had on here. Uh-huh. Um, we just, yeah, wanted to talk about Squid Game. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh sex yeah. education as well. Oh, Did yeah, you yeah, yeah. Um, sex education. So yeah, I finally finished sex education. Um, so I have a few things to say. Uh, one, Eric, I love you. Um, thank you for showing the world what it's really like to have a black best friend. We will take over when no one's supporting actor. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Titus from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, another, you know, unstoppable black mm-hmm. best friend. Um, but yeah, I love Eric, however, is it every day break hearts in order to find yourself? You're is just an that? Adam Stan. <laughs> I'm sorry, nah. It's because every relationship you have must end in betrayal. He betrayed, what's his name? Otis? No. Oh, Raheem. Raheem. <laughs> oh, Raheem. There we, there's a pattern here. He betrayed Raheem. <laughs> then he betrays Adam. Like, He's I get young. it. I get it. I get it. But, you know, you're messy. Clean it. <laughs> <You're laughs> <messy. laughs> he is a bit messy. He's messy. He's messy. Also, what the fuck is going on with these accents? Okay, okay can I just... Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought it up because I forgot it. <laughs> I forgot it last episode. One, yeah, the Nigerian accents uh-uh, were atrocious. Uh-uh. And I don't know if I'm the only one who wasn't really a massive fan of this. The fact that he kind of kept doing the accent. Yeah. I found it a bit jarring. I it might be the only person. I, I, you know what? I, I hear you. Can't, but he did it quite yeah, a it, lot. They definitely amped it up yeah. this season. Yeah. And, and I was, I was like, like, okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the accents of the, oh, the aunties oh, and stuff. Oh, absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. atrocious. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining like the audition, like they'd be like, right, so um, could you do like an African, African accent, accent for us? <laughs> and then be like, um, yeah, cool. Like, um, yeah. where, where in Africa? Oh, just, you know, Africa, Africa. <laughs> they were like, Eddie, where are you going? We are going to the wedding. <laughs> like, it was the most It's common. literally when, like, white kids would make fun of yeah, our accents in primary nah, it and secondary school. Like, it, it. it was I am from Nigeria. Trash. Nah, it was given Pan-African. <laughs> All the continent, all the, all the countries. Righteous. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, nah. Yeah, no, but I was not a good. fan of that. But um, yeah, I thought I enjoyed the season quite a lot. Actually, yeah, I yeah. think yeah. Um, and the, there were just some really beautiful scenes, like Maeve and um, what was his name, Isaac's little like yeah, like hooking up scene. I thought that was beautifully shot. Yeah, yeah there yeah. were some really like nice, like beautifully shot scenes in it. So yeah, I enjoyed Six Education. Um, but I am getting a bit tired of this whole Maeve and noticing. I know you said you love it. I but understand. I understand. You know me. I love a, a, a chase. Mm, mm, <laughs> a yeah, chase. I don't know. I will, I will hang in there. Even if it's just me, I will, I will hang in there. But, mm. you know, I get it. But did you, him and Ruby, how'd you feel about it? As in them as, as, a, as couple. a couple? Yeah, I really like them. Yeah, I, I did like them. I really like Ruby. The, I like, like Ruby. I just love how ridiculous, like, I've just leaned into the ridiculousness of the show now. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. The, her fighting the head teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so ridiculous, but I loved it. I yeah. was cracking up. Yeah, I liked her, her character yeah. this season. Also, I think one of my favorite characters is actually the music teacher. He is hilarious. <laughs> oh my days. He Colin, is so is fucking funny. <laughs> Yeah, he's so and I love it. that his girlfriend is literally like the hottest teacher in school. Yeah, <laughs> no, fair, fair yeah, play yeah, to him. Fair no, play, play, to. play to him. 
Um, and then, yeah, you watched Squid Game. As I well. did, I did, mm-hmm. and I actually finished it, so I can okay, actually talk on. about. It. <laughs> so you know, spoiler warning, guys. Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, so, which games? My question to you is: Which games do you reckon you would have survived? <laughs> Girl, as I was watching this, I was like. I would have voted no and not come back because I'm not stupid. Nah, they're honestly insane. And I'm African. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as, no, as soon as I'm some random man. Okay, sorry, I have, okay, I'll answer your question first, then I'll come. Okay, go on. <laughs> um, what games? Uh, I mean, the tug of war, you know, toss up, who knows? Mm-hmm. Depends who I'm with. Mm-hmm. Um, so red light, green light. I was literally thinking red light, green light. Yeah, would I, I, you know. I feel like I would fuck up. Well, really? It's like, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? Yeah, I like, know. But like, I feel like my nerves, I'm, I'm an anxious person. Like, I'll just start shaking or something. How about a honeycomb cutting game? I think I could do that. I really if do. If you got the umbrella? In my mind, I feel like it's very easy. <laughs> I would start, as soon as I see the first person licking, I'll, eh, eh. girl, what that tongue do? Uh, although one thing I quite remember about that scene I remember uh, like because at one point the camera comes from behind and you just see someone like bent over like you know Mm. etching it out and you see like you know you see their butt so I was like oh come on Saibyo with the fanny (laughs) and then the camera pans around it's fucking (laughs) jihad I was like damn it (laughs) but yeah um, I think I could have done okay with that tug of war no, no, I would have definitely gone. However, mm. I'm I'm not um, liking the fact that they were saying like, oh, you know, having the women on your team was like a like a disadvantage. Mm. Because you remember in the summer, all of these tug of wars that people were doing, yeah, yeah. women were bodied yeah, men yeah. in the tug of wars. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. But um, mm. the glass thing, I no, would have, that one, I would have flopped. That one scared the I would have fuck out of me. <laughs> Honestly, like I have this weird, like irrational fear of like 50-50 choices. <laughs> I'm a Libra. <laughs> but yeah, like legit. <laughs> the idea of like fucking something up that's just 50-50, like even, even fucking like deal or no deal has me like on the edge of my seat. So like that whole scene, like it was like, that one was killing me. So I think if I, and Squid Game, yeah, absolutely not. Like I can't fight oh, anyone to the no, death. No, no, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, Marble Game. Mm, hit or miss hit or miss for me I, can't, I cannot say I think I could have I think I could have done a um, was it Sangwoo 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 <gasps> I think I could have done a Sangwoo okay I'm so sorry lie. Ali like <laughs> this nigga just choked oh, you out and then you're no, gonna trust him like no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when yeah, I saw yeah. those rocks I said oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was sad <laughs> all over Jackie. that was sad it was Sangwoo um, listen my nigga Sangwoo he was a he real nigga he has no honour <laughs> he oh, was like I am here to win I don't give a he was on crud and he was nah. vexed every time this thing it was like he went to the best <laughs> union he was like shut the fuck up man <laughs> but yo my first one of my first thoughts when I started watching this because I kept doing the like and it's so funny because like on mm. the top thing of Google is like the um, conversions of like the amount of one to um, oh, yeah, yeah, sterling. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what do you need to do to get into this kind of debt? Because mm. I was like, <laughs> I was looking at these numbers like, yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? No, honestly, how do you, yeah, it's true. How what? does like an everyday human. <laughs> like it must be like a flop business or like, mm. like I think some of them were like bad investments or whatever. Because yeah, yeah. I was like, what kind of. Yeah. Mad. I can't even imagine Mad. getting into nah nah no, millions. We rebuke it. Nah, amen. We rebuke <laughs> it. But yeah, I mean, like my mm. main takeaway from that show was um this guy's a bad dad. 
I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, the last again. Sorry, spoilers. You haven't seen it, but the last yeah. episode when like he's one of the money, he's going to fly to see his daughter, and then when that nigga turns around, I'm like, nah. You just hate her. I was pissed. You just hate pissed. her. <laughs> there was no need for that. Plus, as well, it's not like okay, yeah, you 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 got the money, but twenty three million is not enough to take down these billionaires. You like, what are you gonna do? You actually can't do it. There's nothing you can do. So it was a very stupid decision. But um, one thing I must say though. Mm. Um, Saibio that face oh that actress honestly gorgeous like you know when you just like like every once in a while you meet someone you're like okay you are from now on you are the most beautiful person in the world yeah (laughs) (laughs) that face it's ridiculous every feature Mm. is just sculpted by the gods Mm -hmm. honestly like there was not a single bad frame of that woman in that entire thing yeah and her attitude as well made her even hotter to me. Exactly. because I'm kind of aloof. Like, exactly. Like, oh. like, it's a very tired yeah. trope, but I was here for it. Yeah. I ate oh, it. I, 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 ate I, ate it. I always eat that <laughs> shit up. I always eat it up. Nah. Like, the fact she literally didn't smile the whole thing. Yeah, the only smile I, we I saw for it was like the photo at the yeah. end. <laughs> Yeah. Which was gorgeous, by the way. <laughs> oh, and again, I can't. I'm sorry. It's the it's the queer woman and me, but mm. her and the other chick. No, small, oh, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. When when the girl like gave up on the game, yeah. and when she like threw her on the wall, yeah. I was oh. like, that was the moment. I've been, Kiss her. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. It's been it's been boiling. It's coming. I was like, if you really wanted to be brave, you could have made it happen. You could have made it happen. Give us something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm gonna start looking for fan fiction. Um. <laughs> But yeah, no, that yeah, woman yeah. is gorgeous. gorgeous. Also, the guy who, the police, police officer. Man. Yeah, mm. also beautiful man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for me, it was, <sighs> she has my heart, that side bio. She really, I mean, what's her real name again? It's Ho, hang on. I cannot remember. Ho Yun Jung. Mm. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful woman. But yeah, I really enjoyed the show. Um, it was nice to actually watch something at the same time everyone's watching it. <laughs> so, like being, um, but yeah, what I will say is if you love Squid Game, watch Alice in Borderland. I've heard that that's been recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, set in Japan, similar concept or vibe maybe, but the general consensus is that that is better than Squid Game. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people who've watched Squid Game first and then have gone to watch Alice in Borderland, they're like, no, 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 Squid Game's better. But I think people who've watched Alice in Borderland first and then watched Squid Game are like, no, 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 definitely Alice in Borderland was better. Yeah. So, you know, you guys go watch it. Let's see what you think. But I think, yeah, yeah, Alice in Borderland was a bit better. But I enjoyed them. You know, they're Mm. they're two different things. Yeah. It's a similar kind of dystopian ish concept. They were still very good in their own right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I just wanted to say, I am. Um, I'm sorry. I watched this while I was multitasking, and so I watched the dubbed version. I'm sorry. I know. <gasps> oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. And when I first when I first put it on, I was like, "These <laughs> oh. fucking accents. What is this?" We were watching two different shows. I just- <laughs> I know, it's, no, I know, and I know, I know, and I, I put the like I put the, the subtitles on as well. Like, and I know, like, I know, <laughs> I know. So I, I still put the subtitles on. Mm. So I would like when mm. I was looking, I would mm. I know. But mm. like this, I have shit to do. Okay. <laughs> And enough. that's just the thing with anime as well. Like I've been yelling. Yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. my ex girlfriend was like a fucking anime puritan, and would yell at me whenever I. Um, I feel like it's not that deep with anime. I feel like it's not that. Because I grew up on Dragon Ball Z. I thought because well one they all look white anyway. So I just thought, <laughs> you know I was like why do they all have these like Japanese sounding names? I was like oh damn. 
<laughs> in Japan. So anime, I don't think it's that deep. Uh, yeah, like it, there, there's, there's a split. There's, yeah. Yeah, 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 there is a split. But like, yeah. I mean, I will for the most part watch, like when I watch anime, I will watch it subbed. But again, okay. I multitask. So sometimes Fair like enough. I, I need enough. to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I just wanted to make a point. Like, obviously this is doing really, really well. And I think mm-hmm. it sets me with Netflix like mm. best Thing yeah. Ever. yeah, 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 which is amazing. And then also, mm. apparently, like the screenwriter, like he'd been pitching it for years and like really? getting rejections. Mm. And yeah, I think he had to sell his laptop at one point to like, pay rent or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is awesome to hear. But mm. I just wanted to make a point that, and the director of uh, I'm so sorry again, names like my brain today. <laughs> The director of Parasite, when he won the Oscar, oh, yeah. made the point about, you know, once you overcome the hurdle of, yeah. <laughs> of subtitles, yeah. you did. And, yeah. like, it's a general point about, like, hey, like, Korean um, cinema, uh, like, Japanese cinema, like, Asian, non-Western cinema. Yeah. Like, there is yeah. so much good shit out there yeah. that I feel like a lot of people cut themselves off to because oh, it's like, I have to read subtitles. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'm not talking about those with, like, difficulties or, like, etc., yeah. etc. Et yeah. Like, those people are excluded. But... Yeah, I feel like, and especially with, like, um, Korean, like, dramas and Korean TV, like, mm. I feel like there's so much originality and, mm. like, there just, there's not <laughs> as much, like, I feel like Western, especially, like, American cinema, it's just so much of the same recycled yeah. material. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so I just, you know, I hope this is, like, a, <laughs> yeah. a wake-up call to people who don't usually yeah. watch this kind of stuff to kind of explore beyond just kind of English speaking stuff and Um, even just like the you know quote-unquote romantic european languages as well mm, like yeah it's not everyday old french spanish like yeah i told you blue is the warmest color of trash (laughs) (laughs) free yourself i still love that film (laughs) what is this oh there was this japanese movie i watched last year with some Mm. lesbians what was it called Mm. i cannot remember it was very good though if Mm. you'd like google you can probably find it but yeah no it was lit Mm. um and yeah sex scenes (laughs) <laughs> brunch out people that's what I'm saying brunch out um, but yeah that's <laughs> that's mm. all I had to say you all good? Mm-hmm. yeah I'm good sweet so mm. uh, yeah we shall move on mm-hmm. so now we're going to jump into Dear Download our listener letter segment where we answer dilemmas queries anything folks want to ask us if you'd like to get in touch please do we love hearing from you our email address is deardownlow at gmail.com or you can also contact us on the anonymous google link on our link tree or also the Q&A section on TikTok if you want to do that. Mm. So, uh, yeah, what are we doing today? Mm. So we've got an update from This Is A Simulation. Do you remember that name? Yes, 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 yes. So uh, if you remember, they basically came from like a small conservative town in the UK um, and they were just stuck in the house all the time with their parents Mm. and it was just trash for them. They were like, you know... I don't like I need to how do, can I cut off my family like I'm stuck in the house with them all the time I'm young I depend on them and I don't know if I can survive another year living here and that's when they were like oops that got kind of dark <laughs> so then they said hi um, hi S just and a Bambi Bernie <laughs> thanks guys for responding to my letter sorry if I got a bit dark I can kind of forget about boundaries when telling people my problems whoops okay. nah don't worry about it I have good news though I passed my driving test I can now <laughs> I can now be somewhat free from the shackles of my shitty parents and I literally am now only home to sleep and study sure the gaslighting has not stopped but now I can just run out of the house and drive away from my mother and she can't catch me 
I'm serious, that bitch is fast. <laughs> but hey, things are looking up. Sending love from my Renault Clio. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. lovely. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure you've got them soundtracks blaring out. I told you, romanticize your life. <laughs> so yeah, well done to you. Um, also, you know, no mean feet passing your driving test. It took, took the best of us a couple of times. Are you shading me? <laughs> I'm, shading, oh, okay. I'm shading the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, say, say your I, number. I, say, I, say, I, a, say a number of attempts on three. One, two, three, five. Five. Ah! <laughs> five. <laughs> Should have given up by that. <laughs> no, and I did, listen. No, 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 no. I will just quick thing. Yeah. I should have passed first time, and because my my drive, <laughs> says that. my driving instructor was in the car with me first time. He was in back. He was like. He, the guy, um, majored me for something that should have been a minor. The right. guy who my examiner was like a prolific dick. Everyone in the testing center hated him. He yeah. was the worst. Mm. And he was like, What he gave you a major for? Like, it should have been a minor. It was oh. something like indicating it was something small. So, like, I should have, I should have passed the okay, first time. What happened the other three times? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just impacted my confidence. There was one time this like truck came out of nowhere and then at a roundabout, like, it was empty. And then this other car came out of nowhere. Um, and then those literally was so funny. There was one time like I literally that's how you know I was I was stressed <laughs> like the test center like we were parked on like an incline and so you mm. kind of had to like use some clutch control oh, yeah. to like get up mm-hmm. so I don't know what happened but I just forgot to like use the clutch and so I took <laughs> off the handbrake and the car just went <laughs> back and I just braked in time before it went into the thing so bear in mind we haven't left the test center yet and I have already no, like <laughs> yeah I've also failed before leaving the test center but I have I have I have but you know what you're but I haven't died in the car with you no, like okay. you're fine yeah I'm fine that's good <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah anyway um, yeah thank you this is a simulation so happy to hear that um, yeah awesome um, we have another update from anonymous MB so this is the person from the last episode who were like mm-hmm. my family sucks they intentionally misgender me they don't respect my gender identity I want to re- reconnect with them but they make me sad so um, they say hey both thanks for reading my letter I was working for from home in my new place when I heard your reply. I've been living here for a month now. Something that Bernie said about what I meant by reconnecting really struck with me, um, or really struck me rather. When I was living there, I spent a lot of time trying to reconnect and get to know them all better. Did they do the same for me? Did they fuck? Also, I don't mind when people accidentally misgender me, but they were intent on not using my they them pronouns. I decided not to bother with them since I moved and let them reach out to me. I've seen my parents once, but I have not seen or heard from my sister, probably for the best. My new flat is shaping up into a queer haven and the last thing this space needs is them. Hearing two queer people I admire calling my family assholes made my day. Thank you. Thank you, Anonymous MV. Well, I'm glad you've got your safe space. Um, I'm sure there are many a flower there. Many a candle. Many a succulent. <laughs> uh, so yeah go you I'm, I'm so glad for you um and yeah yeah good for you okay Worth so yes. uh yeah <laughs> so, um this letter a very short one mm-hmm. oh it just says um this is from um, an unwillingly lonely lesbian <laughs> Um, any pronouns so hi to my favorite bisexual duo hey Hey. (laughs) i really love the podcast and it feels like you guys are my besties who don't know i exist lmfao (laughs) i don't have a problem but i come bearing music recommendations Uh, rakia 
um, recently dropped her new single, Naughty by Nature, which I have been obsessed with. And Warren Dumas is someone I discovered fairly recently. Both are black and Warren is gay. Yeah. You know what? I feel like I've seen that name before. So they're ticking boxes and I think it would be cool if they were featured in the download segment if you like their music. We will check them out. Yes, sir. Thank you, um, Thank you unwillingly lowly lesbian. Okay, next one. Unwillingly <laughs> Damn. It's all right, yeah, It's all right. Jesus it gets God. better. <laughs> Um, another short one, but we have a TikTok question. Okay. Remember those? Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to be like, blow the cobwebs Anyway, this comes from, um, give me a name. Will. Will. This comes from Will. I've noticed a trend in media where it seems most interracial couples are POC and a white person. Oh. <laughs> Am I weird for thinking this is boring? Let's see some more colours. <laughs> <laughs> nah, facts. No, no, no. That was, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's just uh, the way you said that. <laughs> no, it's true. No, no, no. It's true. It's true. It's true. Mm. And again, it's just the thing of like you know appealing to white folks. We got yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Let's see more like black and Asian couples, like you know, indigenous, like Asian, like switch it up, man. Yeah, I mean, not to like exoticize or anything, but it's literally like the writers for like white characters, like okay, interracial, let's do this, black, brown, Asian, Polynesian. But when it's a POC character, it's just like, how about white? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um, although shout out to I May Destroy You she had a South Asian babe who mm, yeah. turned out to be a bit of a yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> Issa Issa um, Issa Rae Insecure Molly oh, yeah, Molly, Molly and Andrew Hanna, East even Asian though she guy. kept oh, trying to I, I haven't finished that. <laughs> that was close. Oh, and Andrew is fine. Yeah, he's God fine. damn. He's and fine. the actor's girlfriend in real life is black. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, life imitating art. Yeah. You know, something that, <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> it's just, I was chatting with my girlfriend the other day. Uh-huh. And she's a, she does have a white mother. Um, but she was just talking. About, I think, yeah, we were just talking about that kind of thing of like, you know, some like mixed race people and they go white mm. people, etc. And she said, that made me laugh she's like honestly like I just don't see myself being attracted to a white person <laughs> like I just cannot imagine that <laughs> and I scream hey I mean she's got a white mother I mean <laughs> if anyone can say it <laughs> but she's like oh I'm like so yeah no let's expand but yeah no you're right it is a big problem and I feel mm. like yeah we need to come mm-hmm. on Okay, well, this letter now mm-hmm. um, comes from <laughs> S Lover Sixty Nine. <gasps> oh, I haven't seen this. <laughs> Yay! I thought you guys were going to stop because I have a car. Please keep going. I don't care. <laughs> I love the attention. Uh, pronouns she her. So hello, hello. Um, S. It took less than thirty seconds of you talking for me to develop an un- <laughs> develop an unhelpfully massive crush on you. I absolutely love your commentary on politics and celeb gossip, and your laugh is my solitary source of serotonin. Oh, come on, alliteration! Hey. <laughs> In a devastating turn of events, I am the opposite of your type, being white, blonde, American, and a speaker of an entirely unremarkable brand of New England American English. Oh, sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, Bernie, you're lovely, but as... <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> Revenge! <laughs> Revenge! Revenge! Revenge!
<laughs> Bernie, you're lovely, but as a lesbian, I must admit that I have not been as romantically entranced as other listeners have been. Fair enough, fair dues. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> love to see it. <laughs> Okay, on to my queer question. And apologies in advance for the length and my general lack of humour. I'm in college and my closest friend recently started to identify as bi. She doesn't seem to have much of an interest in dating women. And after breaking up with her first and only boyfriend last month, she has been quite intent on going out to find a man to make out with. Incidentally, this boy was an all-round piece of shit, while my friend is objectively an incredibly brilliant, talented, and breathtakingly beautiful woman. Hmm. (laughs) I feel like I know where this is going, but maybe I could be wrong. I actually haven't read all of this letter. Um, I don't mean for any of this to sound biphobic. I just wanted to set the scene for my confusion. Okay, we'll give you a pass <laughs> as the resident, <laughs> as the male of bisexual town. <laughs> so, uh, she is a somewhat touch. Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. She is a somewhat touchy-feely person with her other friends, but is much more so with me than with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Lots of hugging, head on my shoulder Mm -hmm. or in my lap, sometimes holding hands. Mm -hmm. This physical affection increased a bit after she told me she was bi and increased even more since we've both, both been on campus and spending lots of time together. I, on the other hand, have really only been touchy with romantic partners and have become almost touch averse with women since I realized I was queer because I have a fear of making women uncomfortable. I have the same issue. <laughs> I, I low-key get that. Yeah. Uh, this has really fucked my ability to communicate with other queer girls, but that's a different issue. This would be a very different situation if I had feelings for her. But as much as I love this woman, I have no desire for our relationship to go beyond platonic friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> um, I'm also fair. I'm also fairly sure she's not interested in anything sexual or romantic as again she's not indicated much interest in being with another woman I think she's just in need of physical comfort at the moment a separate but related tangent I'm also frustrated by this situation because of how frequently sapphic relationships are not acknowledged or are actively denied under the assumption that women are just very touchy-feely and therefore two women holding hands must just be friends not lovers I've talked to her about that specifically kind of hoping that she realize her amount of physical affection was bordering on more than friends especially since neither of us are straight <laughs> but it didn't change anything regardless <laughs> i've realized that i'm not really comfortable providing the level of physical affection she seems to be looking for my problem is that i simply can't find the right way to communicate that sometimes i feel like she's unintentionally using our friendship or my queerness for some form of physical validation at the same time we are one another's closest friends so maybe i'm just being too sensitive and i really don't want to make things awkward or make her feel rejected by asking her to tone things down especially since she's going through it and legitimately needs the extra support for example her ex made multiple racist comments about her brownness and we've had extensive conversations about how this has made her struggle with american beauty standard induced body image issues more than ever you're a good white person (laughs) god bless you god bless you she's made it clear that she's feeling insecure and i don't want her to feel like i'm pushing her away because of her body so i wanted to ask for your advice do i tell her more directly that i'm not comfortable with this level of physical touch and if so how or should i try to get over my discomfort and sensitivity to touch and return the affection as platonically as possible 
I was brought up in a very strict Catholic household. Oh, <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby, baby. Oh, Always I at the you. root of the phone. <laughs> and as much as I've worked to unlearn their Christian hatred and purity <laughs> culture, I was brainwashed with as a child. It seems like this, it seems like this, that, Oh, sorry, it's times like this that I can't tell if I'm uncomfortable because I was taught that physical intimacy, particularly queer intimacy, isn't appropriate, or if this is a legitimate part of my identity that I should respect. Yours affectionately, S Lover69. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, mm. I, I, I feel you. Mm. I feel you. I feel like this is mm. your question to take the, the lead on. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know, it's a weird one to. I hear you about like trying to figure out if it's just like learned behavior as opposed to how you, or, or sorry, or if it's just how you actually are. Um, I don't know. I feel like, you know, if regardless of where this is kind of come from, if something makes you uncomfortable, then it makes you uncomfortable. Mm. And so if it is really kind of causing you that much of an issue, then I would just kind of, mm. you know, it doesn't have to be like, you know, a confrontational thing or like, you know, or whatever thing, just be like, hey, you know, I love you. You're great. Mm. Like it's nothing personal. I just, mm. I'm not a super like affectionate person, and etc. Mm. etc. Et so maybe could we like tone it down? Um, yeah. sorry, I can't remember. Did um, what were the pronouns first of all? She her. She her. Did she yeah. say that she's like spoken to her before about the like touching? I don't think so. Actually, I think she's hinted at it. Okay. But not actually said directly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, in these situations, I would just kind of say things directly and just be like, yo, mm. like, you know, mm. it's not about you. It's nothing personal. Like, mm. I just, you know. Um, yeah, like, I don't, mm. I feel like it would be odd for her to, everyone, like, everyone's different. Some people are really such a feely. Some people are not really into it. Um, mm. And I completely feel you with the, I am also very kind of, hesitant to be like affectionate and touchy with mm. like women because as and even when i'm dating them sometimes like i always let them make the first move because mm. I'm, i never want to make anyone feel mm. uncomfortable mm. or anything like that mm. um so yeah i i feel you and it's just i guess in your own time kind of interrogating where that does come from and if it is like mm. you know a thing from you know how you're raised and childhood or whatever but yeah, I think it doesn't have to be like a massive mm. thing. I don't think. I don't know. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, um, I definitely hear you as well in terms of like not wanting to be a creep. <laughs> and so like, because I'm very much like that with women. Because I think back to ugh, puberty and just like, I've just, I've just got the complete opposite end. And I'm now I'm just like I'm to the point where like they'll literally be like, you know, are you like <laughs> you okay like you know I'm just like oh I, I remember yeah I just don't want to be a creep <laughs> um yeah um however I to me I think you've just got to have that really open conversation with her and just like you know make it like when I have to have these awkward conversations I kind of just start them off like like I almost make it like I'm the problem and it's like <laughs> look I'm being really weird but can I speak to you because I'm yeah. just being really weird so like hey like I'm sorry can I talk to you <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, just so I'm weird I'm just so sorry I'm like sorry. and you know and just be like look I'm so sorry but like obviously I love you I care about you so much um, but if I'm completely honest I just I I've, I've thought about it and I am more of like a I, I'm not particularly an affectionate person with my platonic 
you know, mm. people in my life. Sorry, I'm just like, the way you're gesticulating right now is just making me <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, I really said you like a video. Like, basically just raise your shoulders so high, eyebrows high in the air, like just completely open. And she, like, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. Like, I don't want you to feel like, you know, it's anything about you. It's just me. I'm just a bit weird like that. Um, yeah, just mm. completely put it on you. Make you out like you're the weirdo. Um, and just be like, and I'm so sorry. And I'm like, you know, is it okay that I brought this up? And then she'll be like, of course it's okay. Like, what's she going to do that? She's like, yeah, of course it's okay. Like, that's fine. That's fine. And then maybe even make a joke of it. Like, okay, good. Like, now we've had this conversation. But like, can we hug? <laughs> just like, you know, yeah. to seal the deal. But also like, you know, it's our last time. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know how, like, uh, is it just, it depends on the levels. Like, I don't know, maybe she's, like, cool with, like, you know, if we're saying hi yeah, or goodbye, like, yeah. uh-huh, but you don't constantly need to be, like, yeah. all up on me, yeah. which is fair. Um, yeah, and just, like, don't maybe, because sometimes you can just lie and be like, oh, I find it confusing. I mean, did you say you find it confusing? I feel like the word confusing was in there somewhere. So you can tell her, like, I find it a bit confusing. Not in a weird way, but it's just, I don't know, it's just... Yeah, I don't know. It, it's strange for me. Like, just make it very much like, this is me, not you. And I feel like, yeah, I, you know, she might feel a bit slighted. Like, oh, oh okay, you don't want to snuggle. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's, it's going to be an awkward conversation. But I feel like if you put the emphasis on, this is me. And it's not a you. Yeah. Specific yeah. to you. Like, I'm like this with everyone. Yeah, because like, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just a difference in how you like communicate. Yeah. And, you know, um, I guess non-verbally how you communicate. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of an awkward conversation and maybe there'll be like a bit of a weird, awkward transition period where she's like, oh, wait, I can't touch you. <laughs> but like, it, I think it will it will pass. But you've, you've just got to have that conversation. But yeah, I say go into there super like, you know, like open and like, it's me, I'm so sorry. And I think if you just like pepper it with loads of sorries and like, I'm being weird, this is weird, blah, blah, blah. I feel like it will actually help the situation, I think. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Good luck with everything. Thank you for writing in. (laughs) Thank you for your kind words. Um, Appreciate it very much. (laughs) Stay tuned for the damn lies. Yeah, yeah, what Um, (laughs) else? No, thank you for your lies. Yeah, yeah, feel free to write an update if uh, Mm. you end up, you know, chatting to her. Mm. Um, But yeah, we shall move on. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, as I said before, uh, daydownload.gmail.com. If you want to get in touch, Google link, Linktree, TikTok. Hit us up. Mm. All right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> right. Um, so now we're going to jump into the damn lies, which is our news and politics segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As I said at the beginning of the episode, mm. I hate it here. Um, <laughs> so where where should I? Okay. So um, we ain't got no petrol. The we girls are fighting. We've got nothing left. <laughs> Nothing left. <laughs> the girls are throwing hands at the Sainsbury's petrol no, station at the ESO, at the Shell. They are people are filling up bags of petrol and putting it in their boot. Like mm-hmm. it, common sense has gone out the door, along with the petrol. It's yeah, mm. it's peak out here right now. So it really um, is. You um, know. Yeah, like I'm literally on my bike, like literally I'm just having to cycle around. And yeah, I appreciate you coming to pick me up today. I was like, is going to be right? I was like, you know what? We may have to refix this situation. <laughs> <laughs> this is precious, precious. Uh, 
because <laughs> oh, I like literally like I when it started like I started to hear like murmurings of like this getting peak out here yeah. I was like you know what let me go for my fucking tank so I literally went to the and station that's why because everyone's running by <laughs> <laughs> and even to get it on that day like literally the, the petrol station is down my road like a literal one minute drive took me like half an hour to get my petrol and yeah Jeez. once I filled my tank literally the guy comes out with the like you know out of fuel <laughs> you <laughs> I'm hearing someone go, dickhead. I'm just walking past like, mm, you're talking to me. <laughs> but yeah, um, obviously it's only full for so long. So I really need to just like get into my green bag and just use that car for, but it's so bad. I'm using it for like work when I really don't need to be. But yeah, it's like. Oh, it's you're like, the one who cycles to I'm going to have to be the one who cycles to work. Oh. <laughs> honestly people are losing their fucking minds i was um we we're at the petrol station today and luckily like we went at a good time of day so it took maybe like five minutes oh. but there was this one woman who was filling up her thing with diesel this was like she parked her car like at a weird <laughs> angle and then the cable the thingy the pump thick lead was all over the place and then this woman was spilling diesel on the floor no, i was ridiculous. like sis we are in a crisis what is going no, no, on no, no. also fire hazard in it like, <laughs> like the best of times <laughs> It's what you should be doing. So as I tweet about this, it's like if the high Barnet Morrison's goes up in flames, I know who the culprit <laughs> was. But um, yeah, no, like I was SP. supposed to be doing a staycation in Birmingham um, this past weekend. Oh, that shit. got ruined because you know. Oh yeah, we, we were going to drive there. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, but luckily my chauffeur <laughs> has got her tank filled up, so I'm good <laughs> for now. You guys be safe out there. Well, apparently it should only. Well, they're saying. So yeah, now they've got like people from the army like driving. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but they're saying hopefully, like I think things are st- slowly starting to return to their normal level. So they're yeah. saying hopefully it should be like another week or so before things like. Whatever. Oh well, then in that case, I'm good. Hopefully, yeah. like yeah. you know, they chat shit, but yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, they but, do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Like, um, do not panic. Do not panic. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes later, <laughs> like. People fighting for their lives. I just, I just think about you know in SpongeBob whenever the mob would come. <laughs> oh my gosh! No. Um, but you mentioned about um, you know being green and cycling to work. Mm-hmm. Um, on being green, mm-hmm. uh, we've also had a series of um, disturbances with um, climate protesters oh, blocking yes. Yes. several major highways. My comrades. <laughs> <laughs> So this new group, uh, what are they, what are they fucking called? Um, yeah. So this group, um, Insulate Britain, have basically been <laughs> causing havoc and you know blocking you know the M25, mm-hmm. other major roads. Mm-hmm. I think Heathrow, they were there, <clears throat> and basically, yeah, they're trying to um, call attention and like get the government to do something about insulating um, homes and obviously you know climate change and everything etc so uh you know mm. i sympathize with the cause oh absolutely a hundred percent a hundred percent who doesn't like the earth <laughs> i love the earth it's great but also if i'm on my way to work <laughs> and it's 8 a.m yeah 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 and there's some nigga <laughs> in mm. crocs lying in the middle of the road yeah. i'm gonna be vexed that's so true because i was all for it like you know then <laughs> Like, you know, and even people like fucking up Heathrow and the shells, all for it. <laughs> I'm as not long as anywhere. I didn't have a yeah, flat to catch. <laughs> I would have yeah. been like, you fucking tree hugger, get off the <laughs> <Yeah. road." laughs> 
I would have come up my would have cast them, man. But yeah, I'm I'm so here for it. And you know, thank you, white people, for taking the sacrifice. Because you know, no niggas are getting involved. And they're really throwing the book at them. They're throwing the book at them like they're black oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, injunctions all over the place. Like yeah, yeah no. They're saying like what six month um, prison sentence now, just like mm. automatically yeah, unlimited yeah. fines. Like they are not playing around. They're really cracking down on them. <laughs> So, you know, mm. God bless. But oh. as I said, if I catch you on road, <laughs> we're going to have problems. On site. <laughs> we're going to have problems. Um, uh, yeah, what else? Oh, God. Yeah, so they're um, talking about potentially um, changing the threshold for uh, student loan repayment. Mm. So, As cur- if it wasn't low enough. <laughs> so it's currently just over 27 grand. And yeah, the proposal they're looking at, I'm moving it down to 23. So, you know, mm. see, I have beef with students. <laughs> Because yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know how much they take off you. So they take about 20 quid off me every month. I think it was that at the beginning for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't he's, remember he's, now. He's got his, his bag is increased. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what my bag has <laughs> So um, yeah, but it's it's it's, it's a sizable amount now. Oh, is it's, it? It's still less. It's still like the smallest thing. Mm. Tax will always be my biggest <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, once you add on postgraduate loan as well. Oh, see, mm, thank God. Yeah. my I love my mama. She paid for mine oh, just straight up. Oh, I love her. Come on, generational wealth. <laughs> but, hey, don't do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, no. <laughs> okay, come on. Freaking uh, no. Second, third generation, whatever you are. <laughs> Third generation. What is the? Uh, how do the generations work again? What in terms of like immigration? Here? Oh, yeah. um, I think first gen is the people, the first lot who were like born here. Oh, so you're first. Gen. I'm first gen. My mom was born in Ghana. But, oh, your mom was born. In Ghana. Yeah, but she was raised. Swear down. Yeah, yeah, she was raised in. Um, I was gonna um, say, at what age? Out of curiosity. Uh, she's she British. Oh yeah, no, no, no. my mom's mm. as English as they come. Uh, mm. she's been here since she was. Oh, she went to secondary school here. Um, so yeah, probably like 10 or so. They moved okay. around a lot. Right. Um, cause oh, my, my okay. granddad's job. Oh, so you are first generation. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm. Um, but they, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <is> safe space. <laughs> I mean, my mother worked for everything she had, <laughs> but my mother's my parents w- were not, were not poor. Um, oh. <laughs> Listen, I'm we not rich. I'm, <laughs> I'm not rich. I'm not rich. I'm not rich. My I'm mother. I'm just the goddamn princess. <laughs> you know the funny. I can I wait. <laughs> but my one of his cousins was like the ex president of Ghana. You are joking. Yeah. What? You know, oh, I, no. Come on, power. You know, I'm, I'm I'm still here paying the same taxes all of y'all. I'm still. St- <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm realize, not rich. I'm not rich. Like, trust me, I'm not. With the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So student loans. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is kind of a proposal part of an overhaul of student financing, um, save to save money because um, we apparently are poor. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, National Union of Students have called it um, simply astounding. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as people have also made the point, the fact that you're thinking of um, decreasing the threshold before even acknowledging, like, 
the impact that um, students have had mm-hmm. because of the pandemic and them mm-hmm. still having to pay like full tuition prices, even though their classes have been on Zoom and just... Yeah, so again, it's just another <laughs> way of targeting mm. the lower and because like you're like twenty three k. Oh yeah, sorry. Th- my original point was like yeah, the fact that I get vexed because they take such a small amount, but it's like <laughs> this is not going to do anything to put a dent in this. Mm-hmm. But I could use that money. Oh, now. absolutely. Like that's yeah. What is that like? You know, that's a nice top on eight. That's a top on eight. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's you know, week of public transport. Mm-hmm. Like I. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, we 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 shall see what happens with that. But mm. you know, at this point, I'm just so I just I don't, don't want to be here. I don't want to mm. be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. They hate the young. They really they hate do. us. They do, and it's because they, they know we hate them. <laughs> <laughs> and you have these fucking young young conservatives. Like I, oh. oh my god, tell me you don't get laid without telling me you don't get laid. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the US government is apparently going to run out of money in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> uh, what does that even mean? So basically yeah. there's a whole kerfuffle around like raising the debt ceiling and, you know, Republicans are being obstructionist and being annoying. Um, so yeah, basically obviously the debt ceiling is like how much debt yeah. can get. So like uh, if they don't, if they kind of get to that point, then they'll have to default. And so like, it fuckery like it's like, but what bad did, like has this happened ever before um i don't think ugh, hang on i don't think like there have been issues over like raising it but i don't think they've ever like gone broke before so this is the first time in history it would be if they if it doesn't it like happen, get resolved but it will probably get you'd you'd, you'd like to like think. they 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 need to because yeah. there's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is um hang on let me just see um so this is from cnn um so business secretary janet yellen warned lawmakers that the federal government will likely run out of cash and extraordinary measures by october 18th unless congress raises the debt ceiling <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. What, like a week <laughs> oh my Not like two weeks um <laughs> The new estimate from Yellen raises the risk that the United States could default on its debt in a matter of weeks if Washington fails to act. A default would likely be catastrophic, tanking markets in the economy and delaying payments to millions of Americans. It is uncertain whether we'd continue to meet all the nation's commitments after that date, wrote in a letter, adding the projection is based on next estimated tax payments. Um, So yeah, the warning came hours after Senate Republicans blocked a bill that would have suspended the debt limit. So there's been a like disagreement over like what party is kind of gonna take the blame for raising the the thing. Um, and so like Republicans have said they're not gonna contribute votes to support lifting the existing limit because you know they're like oh yeah fiscal responsibility da, da. unless it's the Republican in charge then yeah spend away. Um, so hang on yeah so yeah the country's government has never gone into default before and that <laughs> potential default is the oh yeah. Um, since its 1917 creation, the um, debt ceiling has either been shifted or been suspended by Congress. So to many politicians, the debt limit is simply a lawmaker-made obstacle. 
um and again sound like those kids on tiktok like why don't you just like money isn't real Honestly, so why don't I you just like lift it i still don't understand why we can't just print money like just deflate it, it to me many times <laughs> i just don't get it inflation because like they did this in was it fucking um World germany World before germany, yeah, yeah yeah and then money means nothing and then everything goes to shit but does it like, i mean only <laughs> if money you let everyone know like, if you don't tell anyone <laughs> You hacked it. You hacked it. <laughs> Problem solved. We we have cracked this code. If any economists are listening, they're probably tearing their hair out. I'm it's so just, sorry. I don't know. You need to. You know. You remember my um, analogy of what was that thing? Short in. Was it short in? Yeah. Someone needs to give me one of them. You know, yeah. uh, um, black people <laughs> like inserted in the analogy because I just don't quite get it. <laughs> <laughs> so um you know god bless mm. um yeah it's is this looking peak and um yeah they also made a point um and another article i read about uh, obviously the impact of the pandemic on the mm. economy and everything and as per the most impacted communities are black mm. and um poc communities mm-hmm. so um yeah the impacts of the pandemic and the economic fallout have been widespread but remain particularly prevalent among black adults latino adults and other people of color these disproportionate impacts reflect harsh long-standing inequalities, often stemming from structural racism in education, employment, housing, healthcare, etc. And the current crisis has exacerbated that. So, um, yeah, and then, yeah, Biden's also trying to get this um, $3.5 trillion, like, rebuilding plan together, and Republicans are like, no. Yeah, it's this whole, you know, it's just, again, this petty bullshit and arguing over, like, yeah. real people's lives being affected. Mm. And, again, I say this a million times, fuck Mitch McConnell. <laughs> fuck that guy. Till kingdom come. Um, but, yeah, God bless. Guys, hope you're all right. Um, mm. I saw that headline and I let out a cackle. I can't lie. But, obviously, it's quite peak if yeah. <laughs> things uh, do yeah. go to shit. Um, I feel like they'll, they'll sort something Surely. out. Like, it's, there's too much writing on yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know who knows end, mm-hmm. end times um true very true <laughs> uh the pandora papers came out today um again nothing new rich people hiding their money offshore mm-hmm. um so yeah just kind of the main thing that uh or the last thing um i want to talk about in the segment was uh the recent update from the um, Sarah Everard case. Mm. Um, so the perpetrator, the Met police officer, Wayne Cousins, has been sentenced to a whole lifetime for the murder of Sarah Everard. Um, and yeah, he's admitted to kidnap, rape, and the murder of the 33-year-old. So details kind of also came out about mm. how everything went down. Mm. And basically, long story short, he used kind of the pretense of like, her violating COVID like extra powers given to him through COVID to basically arrest her because I think she was on mm. coming back from a mate's house right. um, and I think this was during lockdown times um, so yeah he like handcuffed her and stuff and then you know took her to the car and then you know horrific uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the details were obviously you know awful mm. and everything um, disgusting mm. um, to say the least <clears throat> but the for <laughs> this whole thing has been like just awful and Mm. just you know in in every way imaginable but the response from the Met I just want to I just want to read out what um, Mm. um, they said and you know guidance so they have this whole long thing if you really want to you can read it Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing Mm. but um, what to do if you have concerns an officer is a threat to you 
slash how do you prove an officer is genuine? We completely hear the legitimate concerns being raised and we know women are worried. All our officers are concerned about the impact of these horrific crimes on the trust in police and we want to do all we can to rebuild that trust. It is unusual for a single plainclothes police officer to engage with anyone in London. If that does happen, and it may do for various reasons, in instances where the officer is seeking to arrest you, you should then expect to see other officers arrive shortly afterwards. However, if that doesn't happen and you do find yourself in an interaction with a sole police officer, and you're on your own, it is entirely reasonable for you to seek further reassurance of that officer's identity and intentions. Our advice is to ask some very searching questions of that officer. Because, you know, policemen, very reasonable people, mm, never get annoyed when you mm, ask them questions or push back. Not friend by yeah, that at no, all. Not at all. They're like, no, yeah, no, go, no. go. Let's chat. Mm. Where are your colleagues? Um, where have you come from? Why are you here? Exactly why are you stopping or talking to me? Try to seek some independent verification of what they say. If they have a radio, ask to hear the voice of the operator. Even ask to speak through the radio to the operator to say who you are and for them to verify you are with a genuine officer acting legitimately. All officers will, of course, know about this case and will be expecting an interaction like that. Rare as it may be. Um, whereas it may be that members of the public may understandably uh, may be understandably concerned and more distrusting than they previously would have been not black people um, <laughs> and should that's another point I'll get to mm-hmm. um, and should and will expect to be asked more questions if after all that you feel a real and imminent danger then you should not and you do not believe the officers who they say they are for whatever reason then I would say you must seek assistance shouting out to a passerby running into a house knocking on a door waving a bus down <laughs> in London <laughs> or if you're in the position to do so by calling 999 nah 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 what honestly absolute bullshit one buses don't even stop when they're supposed to first of all first of all first of all stop. in this London uh, uh, bus drivers are the most like that in my business ever. <laughs> And two, you're going to call the police on the police because you don't trust the police are the actual police. Like, what? Does that actually make, it make sense, sense to you? I'm just thinking, I mean, you're truly mad and you have no one to tell you. Like, what? Nah. Nah. I, and again, like, we're missing, like, this... Guy. And again, yeah, talking about, like, having more police officers, like, going into public spaces to, like, make mm. people feel safe. You lit a police mm. officer with the one you fucking... Mm-hmm. What about more police presence says, like, I feel more at ease? Like, what? Mm. what is the... Oh, Chris Dick, man. I... Yeah, you lot. Mm. Or suck your mums, please. I just... It's just ridiculous. And, you know, um, it just... I... <laughs> Again, like just asking for a resisting arrest. <laughs> just mm. Like, oh, why have you stopped me? Like, yeah. It meant a no. twenty, a twenty-five-year-old, six-foot black man mm-hmm. is stopped, and he starts asking this questions. How do you no, think they're gonna no, react to him? No, just because, no. like, any wager. question is like an assault on their authority. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not here for it. They don't want to hear about your bloody rights. <laughs> I like, don't give a shit. <laughs> it's like, do what I say. Like, that's that's what we've learned is like the safest thing to do mm-hmm. to be around police comply 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 don't ask me any questions don't be rude blah 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 and now you're telling us that we need to be taking on this like presence who you have quite you know purposely made to be this like you know antagonistic presence that were supposed to kind of fear anyway mm. and now you're telling us we need to challenge them if we need to be challenging the people that you put in place to protect us mm. then clearly something is wrong clearly 
like as people have said many of the times it's a systemic thing mm. and another point is like again like <laughs> I guess it just doesn't matter when we say shit because now mm. hearing a lot of white people saying oh like how, how can we trust the police now mm. it's like mm. I <laughs> they've been like this mm. like some of us have just mm-hmm. been shining our eyes but I the other reason the kind of guy that's just enraged me is because like it was then it was an officer like he wasn't an ex-officer he was mm. an acting of mm-hmm. like he was in the police force mm. he was supposedly vetted although there's some sort of um situation in kent from like 2015 that went miss some uh was it a flashing incident one second him yeah he was connected to a flashing incident in 2015 that wasn't um properly like that didn't come up yeah. basically mm. um but yeah point being um the police force and there have been loads of studies done like full of abusers mm. and predators and people who like power and use the badge as a way to exercise that power mm. and yeah like a, another like it just this whole case and everything with sarah like it's just and like i watched some of the cc tv footage and everything and it's just like <laughs> i just i just get annoyed again because then again some of the commentary and response is again like women what can we do to what can women do to like make themselves safer and you know mm, like mm-hmm. don't have your earphones in and you yeah. know don't be alert and uh, mm. and it's like this shit isn't new literally from like as soon as we're old enough to know what is what mm. we are conditioned as women to not wear certain things to not go out late to always like try not to go out alone mm-hmm. to be aware to not talk to people we meet on the street to not have earphones in mm. to not have a hoodie up to like so many things the burden is pushed onto the people who are victimized mm. and it's like how about just spending time just telling men not to be and like it is mostly men yeah. we are talking about who yeah. are you know the perpetrators in this case telling them not to be so fucking <laughs> not to be predators mm. like what I mm. I'm just so fucking tired like it's exhausting of again having the same conversation of like oh like you know like doing mm. this and there have been cases of people women literally walking broad day like people are around yeah. like shit still happens like yeah. I yeah, the one you spoke about. Yeah, Sabina. Yeah. Literally, yeah. like it. It's just frustrating. Mm. It's just frustrating, and I I'm just tired of it constantly being pushed on women to do everything we can to not be attacked when yeah. you should just teach people not to attack. Mm. Like, and again, it's a societal thing and it's a conditioning thing, and it's how we raise boys and this. Mm-hmm. As I've. <laughs> other examples I have seen just this entitlement mm-hmm. to women and their bodies mm-hmm. and I just yeah so uh, Met Police please suck your mums mm-hmm. um, expeditiously thank you very mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. Um, but yeah that's that's all do you have anything else to say on that? no 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 that's all okay so uh, yeah that's that's us good on that segment so we'll move on uh, so now we're going to jump into our final segment, Sound Off. Um, do you want to go first? Uh, can do. Yeah, I, I literally don't have much to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've got a couple of, <laughs> a couple of things I want to say. Um, so I had this thought a while back where I was like, wow, I've been cycling around London for a long time now. And I'm so surprised that I've not been hit by a car yet. <laughs> And then, like, a week later, I got hit by a car. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I, I didn't fall off. It was okay. But, happen? like, it was a while ago. <laughs> but, like, basically, I just... I, I should know I should not tempt fate. So I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to have the thought, 
Wow. All these years in London and I've never once been mugged. <laughs> so I'm walking through Brixton now. Wait, where did this... <laughs> Do you like not tell me things anymore just so you can get a reaction on the show? When did this happen? <laughs> so I'm walking through Brixton now and um, these two tall, young, strapping... <laughs> Black men, and I'm sorry, but for reasons that will become apparent later, I do need to mention their colour. <laughs> Approach me, and I think, shit, it's time. <laughs> so one of them says something, and I've got my headphones in, so I take them off. And he says, well, I actually don't know what he says, but I think he says, excuse me, can we bill it? Which I thought was an odd use of the term. But sometimes I really shit with slang. Doesn't that mean like smoke weed? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I remember one time some guy came up to me and he was like, oh, excuse, yo, 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 do you know like where I can get some food? And I was like, um, yeah, I think there's like a, like a mama Nando's on the high street. <laughs> and he was like, nah, I need weed. <laughs> and I was just so disappointed in myself because I actually knew that one. <laughs> oh, stop, boy. <laughs> I did it. But he just looked at me like, oh, you're one of them niggas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So this time I was like, okay, you know what? No, 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 I'm not going to mess it up. I know what he's talking about. He wants weed. He wants some sort of weed paraphernalia. So like, I'm just like, I was like, sorry, I don't smoke. And he said, no, no. I said, have you got a minute? So now I'm feeling really bad because one, I thought they were going to rob me. (laughs) And then I thought they were trying to get some weed. So I'm like, you know what? This whole racial profiling, like black stereotypes, this is bad. So I'm like, you know what? I have got a minute like I have shown prejudice to you so you want a minute of my time I'll give you a minute of my time but that was the fatal error because (laughs) I forgot where I was I was in Brixton (laughs) and so this guy smiles and turns to his mate and nods at him and his mate reaches into his pocket (laughs) and pulls out a new King James Version Bible Uh (laughs) And I said, ah, shit, they're hoteps. <laughs> they're hoteps. <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I thought I they were going to talk to you about knife crime, not knife crime, but... <laughs> but I thought, you know what? I ain't been to church in a minute. You know, like, come on, resave me. Like, I'm, I'm ready. My heart is open. Come on, this could be my moment. I'm looking for a new church. Let's go, let's go. So he goes, oh, brother, what religion are you? And I said, oh, Christian. He says, cool, cool. Let me ask you something. <laughs> What colour was Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> I said, nah, these some hoteps. These some hoteps. <laughs> Jesus Devante Christ was black. So then he takes me to a Bible verse where he says, Jesus' skin was like bronze. His hair was white like wool. And his eyes were fire, like fire. And he said, brother, what colour is bronze? I was like, well, brownish, I guess. <laughs> and he was like, um, yeah brown like our skin he said <laughs> he said um what you know what 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 what, what what's wool like i'm like yeah, yeah well like you know like like our hair i get it i was like my hair isn't white though he was like yeah jesus was stressed <laughs> <laughs> i said okay all right <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, but what, what about the, the fiery God. eyes? Like, what, red eyes? 
what about the fiery eyes? What? Well, all these people keep sitting. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm crying. I said, "What about the fiery eyes? Like that's that's red." He was like, "Yeah." Jesus was tired. Jesus was tired. <laughs> so then I won't bore you with the details, but after some <laughs> interesting theories that were oh tad anti-Semitic. Uh, always, uh, why? Always? They can't not. I basically spent like 50 minutes debating with this man why I'm allowed as a Christian as a Christian to enjoy bacon, shrimp, and lobster. I mean, <laughs> the Bible says no, 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 no. And in terms of the anti-Semitism, I did try because he said something and I was like, you know, don't you think that's a bit anti-Semitic? And he was like, well, how can it be anti-Semitic if they're not the real Jews? And oh, I was like, oh, really forget. Well, I'm good. like, well, that is anti-Semitic, actually. <laughs> and I'm like, look, Ugh. I get it. Africa is the cradle of humanity. All life originates from there. So it's not inconceivable that there were some black Jews, whatever. I mean, there are black Jews. Yeah, but I'm not going to debate about you about who aren't Jews, not me. Plus, like, I'm a Christian anyway. I'm not even trying to be a Jew. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fight about this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, they didn't convert me to. I even asked him, so what is your like? What's your religion? What is this school of thought philosophy? Like, what's it called? He's like, we're the Israelites. I was like, okay, all right. Well, I was like, thank you for your perspective, um, but I, I will, I will leave. He was like, oh, can, hey, wait, before you leave, like, um, you on social media? No. I was like, nah, I'm old. I'm not on social media. <laughs> he asked me for my number. I was just like, you know what? No, I know no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not giving you my number, but thank you for your perspective. <laughs> and then finally- um, You gave him 50 minutes? 15, 15, oh, 15 five, zero, hell no, no, Damn, no. what were you doing? Like we, we did debate a little bit. I got out my, my Bible on my phone. <laughs> we were going back and forth. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, he, he didn't convert me. And then finally, um, this one's for British people. Nah, let me just, it's, it's for white people, not just, it's not just white, British people, it's white people. Um, white people, did you know that you can use things that were originally intended for use as one thing to do other things? Did you know that? Like legit one time, I didn't have a container for my food. So I'm just like, oh, calm, I'll just, you know, clean out this butter tub, put my lunch in there, bring it in, it's calm, it does the job, it's a container, it contains the food, it's fine, I'll bring it in. So now I'm in the, in the staff room eating, someone goes, are you eating the tub of butter for your lunch? I'm like, no, you fucking idiots, it's got food in there. And then also one time, this was back in uni, um, I was using a bread knife to cut a watermelon because you know what are you going to use to cut a watermelon my housemate walks in like why are you using a bread knife to cut a watermelon <laughs> have you got a serrated knife in it Brad? <laughs> so there's this old Nigerian proverb that I made up and it goes like this <laughs> <laughs> if white man does not see bread knife he goes see I cannot cut bread <laughs> And I really do believe that's how it is. Like, come on. We, we're not a wasteful people. We're a resourceful people, yeah. Africans. And we will, you know, we'll find our way around things. We'll use what we have to the best of our ability. So, yeah. That's, those are my things. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I had Squid Game, but yeah, we spoke about that. Mm. Um, really, the main thing mm. was... Um, 
more and more I see people who like, you know, a lot of their work is based on like social media and kind of online stuff mm. talk about how they are just fucking over the internet and social media. Um, I 100% agree and sympathize. I'm so fucking, I'm over it. Mm. I just, the discourse, the content, talking, 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 talking. I'm just, over it mm-hmm. and i understand more and more why people just come tweet their tweet and then they go they get offline because mm-hmm. it's long i think i saw i was on instagram and i saw someone um arguing under the post of um this influencer 40 plus comments of them arguing with a random about something stupid mm-hmm. and i'm like you really sat there <laughs> and replied to this person in an exchange mm-hmm. for what 20 <laughs> 20 times mm-hmm. like i I said, people are jobless. Mm. People are jobless. Mm. I, yeah, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so tired. Like I really, if it wasn't for the show, I <laughs> would disconnect because nah. I'm so fucking over it. Yeah. Like my screen time is going down quite a lot because nice. I'm just, mm. I'm not getting joy anymore. You know, I'm just mm. like every fucking thing has to be a conversation and like, mm-hmm. like the most minute, insignificant detail must be mm-hmm. dissected and then taken mm. and then discussed. It's like mm. just laugh sometimes shut up Mate, shut up TikTok comment section <laughs> and i'm not even complaining about mess. TikTok. <laughs> but if we're gonna talk about it it's shady mess even, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and i wasn't even thinking about tiktok but yeah, i mean that yeah. is like obviously you know i think i'm past the point of like comments getting yeah, to me because yeah, i just yeah, like read them into yeah. school but <laughs> i'm just over the entire Mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. um yeah i think i'm gonna start reading more and trying to do more i'm yoga, trying to read trying more. to do more yoga yeah. as well um yeah. and just listening to music like just listen i always listen and do I, stuff yes. but i never just sit and listen yeah so i'm yeah. gonna try to do that more and yeah, yeah. start playing guitar some more yeah just doing reconnect some, yeah. with the arts i've yeah. been having this feeling myself yeah. i really yeah. need to reconnect with the arts because yeah. honestly like i was in such a good place before this podcast <laughs> Like honestly, we know too much. I was not on the internet like that. <laughs> yeah, at no, you weren't. You were. I was not. We, I dragged him on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the ghetto. It's the ghetto. So yeah, let's let us let this be the month of reconnection with the arts. Amen. Yeah. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Also, guys, there are loads of um, you know talks and exhibitions mm-hmm. and you know good fun cultural stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just talking about London. I'm sure there's probably stuff you know across the UK. Mm. But please, you know, go. You know. Check yeah. some stuff out, go to Enjoy. a tour, go to a lecture, yeah. you know, give some black people some money, buy a book, mm. you know, educate yourselves. Please. Um, especially, you know, our pale folk, you know, do mm-hmm. do some do some learning. Mm. You keep telling us you're listening, you're learning. Let's do, let's do some learning, mm. you know. Mm. We we are pro education on this podcast. We are. We are. Um but yeah, mm. uh that's that's us good. Mm. That is us good. Sweet. So um thank you for listening mm-hmm. if you stay till the end. Mm-hmm. Um you can find us on socials at Dear Download uh-huh. on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find me at Just S, just with two T's underscore S. And me at Bernie Abappi. And yeah, if you want to get in contact, as I said before, DearDownLow at gmail.com. Anonymous Google link on Linktree and TikTok questions. Please don't leave dumb comments. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and yeah, shout out again to our throwback artist of the week, Fuele. Yeah, with her track, White Do Rag. Yeah, um, yeah, show us some love, people. Amen. Again. <laughs> Again, you know we love her. She and she, she loves. She supports the show. We, 
yeah we we, we fans um yeah. so yeah hopefully freaking instagram will be up and running yeah i think i just we got a dm so i think oh okay you know all good she's, all good. she's back thank yeah. you mark awesome. um <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah you guys um stay safe take care mm. and um we will see you in a couple weeks mm. and i, I mean less less you know <laughs> are you gonna tease something yeah next week we will be making a special announcement so <laughs> it's like this thing was like next month i will be announcing my announcements next year <laughs> which so, is the yeah. teaser to my <laughs> big news so yeah do with that what you will <clears throat> uh, but yeah yeah see you in two weeks yeah all right <laughs> bye bye oh. <laughs> no because we have to commit like <laughs> now we have to do it <laughs>